This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. Explain Crossfire Hurricane for those who don't live in the swamp, don't follow the minutiae of the weaponization of law enforcement and intelligence. What is Operation Crossfire Hurricane and who did it target? It's a great point. Thanks for saying that because, you know, we throw away, throw these terms around like everyone is supposed to know. So Crossfire Hurricane is the counterintelligence probe that Jim Comey's FBI opened up against four uh, Trump campaign associates, Mike Flynn, George Papadopoulos, uh, Carter Page, and Paul Manafort. And that was really just the, the conduit to spy, infiltrate, sabotage the Trump campaign. And that resulted in uh, a FISA warrant against Carter Page, where the FBI and DOJ went to the secret court that is supposed to root out foreign terrorists, called Carter Page a foreign agent of Russia, got a FISA warrant to spy on him. That was in October of 2016. And that just really accelerated uh, this criminalization of Donald Trump, his associates, then his cabinet, his administration. And now we have almost five years later, um, or four and a half years later, now criminalizing his supporters and his voters. And so that is exactly what happened. It's what's happening now. But what's scary, Seb, is how they are turning the weapons of war, the war on terror against Americans on the political right, destroying lives, ruining families, ruining businesses, bankrupting people, all in service of criminalizing, weaponizing, silencing any dissent or certainly any criticism of the 2020 election. And that's really what a lot of my reporting has focused on and now almost uh, the past nine months. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny, and you're on the Patriot cause. Got a very big show for you tonight. Transforming America has failed. When Barack Obama got elected as the president of this country, he said he would transform America. What he meant was, I will, along with my administration, continue to suppress Americans into obedience of the elites. That's what he really meant. What you heard was a lady named Julie Kelly. She was on the Sebastian Gorka podcast, which I recorded this, so give Sebastian credit for that. And she's right. She says, turning the weapons of war on terrorism against America or against Americans. She's part of America, American greatness. And you can check the website out in the show notes or go to amgreatness.com. 
She's a great lady. What is what she's trying to do is to get justice people to take care of those political prisoners that are now in a quote separate prison in D.C., which, by the way, they built for this purpose. And none of these people have been given their rights to due process. Just got to go check it out. What I want to bring to you today is the fact when I'm talking about that America has not and will not be transformed by these people. The reason behind that is because the transformation that this idiot president, Obama, did, and of course carried on in this let's go Biden or let's go Brandon administration, is fruitless. It's not going to happen. Virginia election proved it. People are tired of this crap. So Tucker Carlson was going to, and he did, create a movie or what you would call a documentary about the truth on January 6th. And you heard some of that from Julie in the introduction. But what's interesting is before he even released this movie, the media went berserk. These leftists lost their freaking minds. And he didn't even release the movie yet. And because these people, see, they won't have a discussion. They automatically assume that if you're a conservative or you have conservative ideas, then you're wrong. And therefore, we're going to eliminate your ideas before you even thought about it. Think about that one. If you're conservative, the left has already figured out a way to try to eliminate your ideas, your freedom of speech, before you even open your mouth. And that's what this podcast is really about. They're trying to do this, but it ain't going to happen. Because they're not going to transform America to their ridiculous evil thoughts. Because we as conservatives, we as Americans have a foundation of family, God, Without that, then maybe they would have an opportunity to do this. But that's not what America is. So I'm going to play you a short clip about how the media went nuts even before Tucker Carlson released this movie documentary. And they just assumed right up front that he was inciting violence and causing all these crazy people to stand up against administration. Take a listen to this. Tucker Carlson has created a terrorist 
recruitment video. Fox TV branching into fantasy programming. A new series from Tucker Carlson traffics and conspiracy theories surrounding the insurrection on January 6th. Tucker Carlson attempting to rewrite history around the January 6th insurrection. Tucker Carlson makes a tribute video to the terrorists. Tucker Carlson is hitting a new low, completely rewriting the history of the Capitol insurrection in a way that defies belief. Tuckums previewed a documentary that goes beyond the usual Daughters of the Confederacy rewrite of the January 6th insurrection to shameless lying and conspiracy mockery. Tucker Carlson is leaning way in to uh, disinformation regarding January 6th. And it's kind of terrifying because uh, what he's putting out there is just going to lead to more violence. It might be Tucker Carlson's most dangerous moment yet. Fox News's right wing host is taking his assault on democracy to terrifying new heights in a brand new series promising to tell the truth, he says, about January 6th. It actually appears to be nothing but a war on the truth. It's filled with lies about what led to the riot and the prosecution of the rioters and even includes a blatantly false assertion that the Capitol riot was a, quote, false flag operation. False flag. Anytime you don't like what your people did, you claim there was a false flag. Tucker is peddling some deeply dangerous propaganda that the insurrection was actually a false flag operation. What uh, Carlson is doing is unforgivable and, and, and really just... Uh, horrible. I, w I want to say criminal, but technically that's not true, uh, although maybe it should be. Tucker Carlson is inciting violence. Isn't this just an incitement to another January 6th? Mm. Is that what Tucker Carlson wants? What Tucker Carlson is doing is going against the American people. The Murdoch family, which controls Fox, is cashing in as American democracy is being set ablaze. Why does Rupert Murdoch want to destroy America? The Murdochs and Tucker Carlson, their primetime pyromaniac, appear to be hell-bent on dragging this country into a civil war, Jefferson Davis would be proud. Notice how he talked about Jefferson Davis would be proud. And Tucker Carlson wants to destroy America. Look, these bonehead people hurt my head every time I have an opportunity to listen to them. In the Marine Corps, we have weapons, and we take these weapons apart, and we have names for all the different groups of the parts that go with that. For instance, like the receiver group, the ammunition group, the barrel group, all that. And we also have a terminology called brain housing group. What I'm asking you to do is use your brain housing group, you know, that thing that's on the top of your head where you can actually think and discern and listen to what I'm saying. It amaze you. It will amaze you the information that you're not getting today. Trump has no remorse for inciting a riot. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Trump was supposed to apologize for the January 6th riot, but he didn't because these people think he needs to have remorse over this incitement, which he never did in the first place. I was there, seen it with my own eyes. Red flags told us about the January 6th violence. This was November 2nd, so this was just two days ago. The media will not let go of this. They will not stop. 
the vaccines and Trump and January 6th are the three major things that has been going on for the last 10 months in this country. Trump is no longer in the White House. Why in the hell do these people keep talking about Trump? Because they can't get over it. They can't get past, they cannot go back to living life. Last but not least, Bonehead. Bonehead Award. Gonna present to you leftists, people that work inside the Capitol and were triggered, quote, by this January 6th infiltration, insertion, whatever you want to call it. And now their whole life has changed. Like these people went to combat and got shot at. It's, it's absolutely amazing. I call it a goat rope. In the Marine Corps, what a goat rope is, is everything's all messed up. And that's what it is. The whole country is just all messed up. So I'm going to bring you the gouge. And the gouge is the information you need to understand just how crazy these people are. And hopefully, you'll be able to use that brain housing group to discern what I'm telling you and pass it on to your friends, your neighbors, your family so they can get a better grasp and sleep at night. Because if we don't tell these people that we are in love with, that are part of our family, that this is all elites and communists trying to destroy your ability to be a human being. They want to control you instead of you having the ability to control yourself. Okay, so Trump incited a riot. This is from Nicole on MSNBC. This was February 12th. And he didn't apologize because he incited the riot. Take a listen to this. It is interesting the way we contort ourselves, Michael Steele, in the era of Trump to say, don't take my word for it. It's so bad he'd be convicted hands down in a real court. It's so bad Chuck Cooper, right wing nut defense lawyer, says so. You step back and, and it, it really does come back to something Jamie Raskin say, common sense. A sitting American president incited an insurrection. That is not in dispute. And it seems to me if it was in dispute, if it was in dispute that he did that, we would have heard all about his remorse and his pain and his regret and his grief. And, and if you were Donald Trump and you didn't mean to do that, you'd be enraged that it happened. Nothing. Nada. Zip. Do you think a president of the United States? Really? Think about what I'm telling you. I don't care who it is. Pick one out of the 46 that we've had. Maybe there's one today. I don't know. Just say it. That would actually incite a riot? The president would say, you got to go here and you got to riot. He didn't do that. What he was doing was saving America. 
I was there. I was there on January 6th. He was just trying to quell down the millions of people in this country that felt betrayed. The FBI, on the other hand, and the Democrats, on the other hand, are the ones that actually incited the riot. And like always, they will take what they did and put it on you like you did it. Okay, so apparently we were supposed to know that this January 6th event was going to happen. There was a lot of red flags, a lot of things on social media and all that stuff that was going on. I'm not disagreeing with that. But what I am saying is this. If what this person is saying on, by the way, the date of this is November 2nd, two days ago. If this person is true, and is speaking the truth, then the federal government overall would have blocked off the whole D.C. area. I would not have been able to even get off the train to go to the rally if what he's saying is true. But he said there's all kind of red flags, and I'm going to leave you with this. By the way, hundreds of thousands of people brought weapons. Listen to them, they'll tell you. Not one single civilian fired any gun or any dangerous weapon into that Capitol or to the Capitol Police. Yep, you had a couple of them that had bats and all that. And of course, more than likely, that was the FBI or Antifa. But I didn't see any weapons. I didn't see people talking about violence and using weapons to attack the Capitol. You have to laugh because if you don't laugh, you got to cry of how insane these people are. What freaking planet, much less what country do they actually live on? Where did these people actually come from? I'll tell you where to come from. Harvard Education Systems, spoon-fed, filthy, rich people. They don't know what it's like to spend one day as a true American that's got to work to provide food to your family. So take a listen from November 2nd about these, quote, red flags that should have told the world this is November 2nd of 2021, not before the election. This is what they're talking about two days ago. Red flags that we should have known. Brian, there were so many red flags. There was a wealth of chatter on social media sites uh, and other online forums among Trump supporters about gathering in Washington on January 6th, just as then President Trump had urged them to do, but importantly, uh, to do so armed, to bring their weapons, to prepare for violence. There were threats made against the lives of sitting members of Congress, including Senator Mitt Romney, the Utah Republican who uh, was the, the 
the chief foil uh, to Trump all of those years. There were other uh, plots that intelligence officials were gathering or piecing together based on their review of, of this kind of cyber communication going on online. And interestingly, our reporting found uh, that as President Trump was contesting the election results and as he was taking to Twitter uh, and, and using the megaphone of his office uh, to claim the election was rigged, to tell people to show up in force on January 6th, that was a galvanizing uh, effect on his supporters. It created more chatter online about coming to Washington on the 6th, more chatter about being armed, about the violence, about the threats to lawmakers. And so what happened uh, in the run-up to January 6th was not a failure of intelligence because our intelligence agencies, the FBI, they saw all of this, they detected all of this, um, they saw it bubbling up, but it was a failure to act and a failure to imagine that these threats could actually be real and that the violence being talked about online could actually happen. Trust me, the government knew this could happen, that it could get out of hand. They knew it. They didn't do anything about it. But guess what happened after January 6th? Then they all of a sudden turned the Capitol into a fortress, a military defense fortress with barbed wire and concertina wire and razor wire to keep people out. They could have done that before January 6th if... If they would have agreed that it was going to be a violent act. But they didn't. The reason they didn't is because they wanted it to happen. Do you understand what I'm saying? They wanted this to happen. And it did. And I've seen it with my own two eyes. Last but not least, the bonehead. So you had people called... Capitol Hill staffers are still struggling with trauma of January 6th insurrection. This is from the Today Show. So this is the bonehead award for tonight. These people have been so pampered their whole life, they don't even know what it would mean if somebody actually brought weapons to attack them. As a Marine, 20 years, I understand that. Been in countries, talk to people that understand that the militaries can and will kill you. There was no intention whatsoever of these million-plus people in January 6th Trump rally to kill anyone. The only people that got killed was three people had a heart attack. One police officer died later from a hemorrhage in his brain, not actually from the actions. But a congressional police officer shot an innocent person. That's the five people that actually died. If this organization, as they call it, and their fear, really wanted to, quote, insurrect the federal government or the building, we would have been armed to the teeth. Because we are. And we would have brought it right there in Washington, D.C. But we didn't. 
Not one single weapon on the other side, on the peaceful side, the protesters, was fired in hate against the Capitol Police or anybody on Capitol Hill. But yet these people feel like, oh my God, I was so fearful for my life. Take a listen to this bonehead award of the day. For weeks, Anne-Marie Goizueta would walk to work through the security fence installed around the Capitol after January 6th. It's hard to forget it when there's barbed wire in your face. She was in her office that day, where she works as a congressional director of operations. So terrified, she texted a friend what she was wearing and where her car was parked in case her body and possessions needed to be identified. You were that scared for your safety and your life? I was. I sometimes just break down and cry, and then I realize, oh, I'm crying because I'm still reliving these moments. These days, the security fence is gone, but the anxiety is not. Now, nightmares keep her from sleeping. That's not something that I really ever have experienced in the past. Um, just waking up in the middle of the night and gasping for air. Goizueta reached out for help to the Congressional Employee Assistance Program, just one example of hundreds of the incredible surge in demand after the riots. NBC News has learned House counselors held nearly 1,200 individual or group consults or trainings in the six weeks after January 6th, a number that's grown steadily and nearly doubled the number of counselors on hand. They're on pace to be 200% busier than a typical year. This interview that this person was talking, the majority of the time she had a mask on. They're fearful of everything, and they escalate it to the nth degree. She is having nightmares. <laughs> nightmares of the Capitol being overrun by American citizens that had the ability, according to the Constitution, to voice their opinion. They didn't have the right to go into the Capitol. I agree with that. But she didn't get shot at. Didn't have explosions everywhere. They have artillery, aircraft coming in, bombing the Capitol. But she's having nightmares. The reason she's having nightmares is because she has never, ever been taught in her life failure. That's how simple this is. People have to learn on their own difficult times and how to handle it and challenge it. These people have no failure because in their little utopian world, they are not allowed to fail. So can you imagine this person being compared to the 52,000 Americans that give their life in Vietnam. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine the millions of Americans that came back from Vietnam and Korea and World War II and actually had real nightmares of death, destruction, and lived for months and years in an environment where 
At any given moment, their life will be taken from them. And this person went through one incident thinking, and they didn't even have any arms. Along with AOC, remember that one? My life is at stake. They're going to kill me. No way. I'm telling you this right now. These people haven't got a clue what it's like to die. They don't have a clue what it's like when your life is being threatened. But the media and their narrative protects these soft, quote, snowflake people from actually living a productive life. Just imagine if your kids came into your house and said, I'm going to die because some little robin bird landed on my head. That's what this is all about. Are you going to be afraid of everything? That's the key. These people are afraid of not only everything, they're afraid of themselves. They have no confidence, no structure in life. And when something goes outside or something happens outside of their little world, they lose it. I couldn't imagine bringing these type of people in the military which we're going to have a discussion on the podcast about that. What happens when these type of people come into the military? What happens to our military? I can't imagine it. Is the military going to develop safe spaces so these soldiers and Marines and Navy and Air Force guys can go to their safe space when their commanders and their drill sergeants scream at them? <laughs> That's where we're going. The country's gone, ladies and gentlemen. It's history. I was a Marine drill instructor for three years. I trained Marines to survive in combat. There was no such thing as a safe space <laughs> in my squad bay, much less anywhere in training. There was no safe space. Drill instructor was there all the time because that's how the enemy is. They, they're all the time. Please share the podcast. I'm telling you, you may not think that your family and your friends want to hear this, but they do. They need to understand the truth and what's going on. Even if they're on the left at least send it to them. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Twizzler. Any of these social media platforms that you use, get the Patriot cause out there. Knock my computer down. Make the hard drive crash because I have so many people joining the Patriot cause. That's what needs to happen. And you can do it. You can share this with everybody that you know. 
you can talk to them about it because this is reality. And the only way we're going to continue to do what we did in Virginia in this election is people standing up like those parents did at the school board meetings. Share it. Let people understand that you are an American. We are Americans. We will not stand for any tyrants of any kind, and we will not tolerate any of this communist stuff. To separate and divide this country at any moment. Thank you for listening. This is the Gunny out.